Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Robert Zhang. Okay, well, good morning, everyone. So we're reading today from Judges chapter 2, verses 6 to 23. So it starts, After Joshua had dismissed the Israelites, they went to take possession of the land, each to their own inheritance. The people served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him and who had seen all the great things the Lord had done for Israel. Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110, and they buried him in the land of his inheritance at timnath Heres, in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gaash. After that whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors, another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. Then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and served the Baals. They forsook the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who had brought them out of Egypt. They followed and worshipped various gods of the peoples around them. They aroused the Lord's anger because they forsook him and served Baal and Ashtoreth. In his anger against Israel, the Lord gave them into the hands of raiders who plundered them. He sold them into the hands of their enemies all around whom they were no longer able to resist. Whenever Israel went out to fight, the hand of the Lord was against them to defeat them, just as he had sworn to them. They were in great distress. Then the Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hands of these raiders. Yet they would not listen to their judges, but prostituted themselves to other gods and worshipped them. They quickly turned from their ways of their ancestors who had been obedient to the Lord's commands. Whenever the Lord raised up a judge for them, He was with the judge and saved them out of the hands of their enemies as long as the judge lived. For the Lord relented because of their groaning under those who oppressed and afflicted them. When the judge died, the people returned to ways even more corrupt than those of their ancestors, following other gods and serving and worshipping them. They refused to give up their evil practices and stubborn ways. Therefore, the Lord was very angry with Israel and said, Because this nation has violated the covenant I ordained for their ancestors and has not listened to me, I will no longer drive out before them any of the nations Joshua left when he died. I will use them to test Israel and see whether they will keep the way of the Lord and walk in it as their ancestors did. The Lord had allowed those nations to remain. He did not drive them out at once by giving them into the hands of Joshua. Well. If you've been following on HTC Daily for the past couple of days, we've been looking at the book of Joshua. And under Joshua's guidance, God had renewed the the, the people, had renewed their covenant with him so that they would put away their idols. Now, as we come to the book of Judges, this begins a whole new chapter in Israel's history. So here we have a generation who didn't even know God or what he had even done for them. And so we see God's people reject his covenant, and we see them going through a whole series, a a cycle, which is repeated throughout the book of Judges, which you can see 
on your screen there. And this goes on for several hundred years with really three stages in this cycle, which I will talk through now. So the first stage is idolatry. So we see in this chapter, particularly in verses 11, 12 and 13, how the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And they served the Baals and they worshipped other various gods of the people around them and they forsook God. And then as the people reject their covenant, they come under judgment, which is the second stage of the cycle. So God responds to their idolatry by withdrawing himself and he takes his hand of protection from the Israelites and he delivers them into the hands of his enemies. And this is this judgment really is the way God often most deals with persistent sin in our lives, particularly idolatry. And then in the last stage of the cycle under the judgment of God, the people, they cry out to him and he, in his grace and mercy, he comes to save them by sending a judge who will deliver them from their oppressors, as we see in verses 15 and 16. And so this chapter, this sets a precedent really through the book of Judges, this cycle of idolatry, judgment and deliverance, idolatry, judgment and deliverance. And we see this repeated throughout the whole book of Judges. And each time God sends another deliverer to save them. But the problem is that each of these judges or deliverers, they have significant limitations, major defects about their character. People like Gideon or Samson, for example. And so one of the things I want to highlight this morning is that although the external circumstances of these people were changed as the judges came to relieve their oppression, Judges were never able really to change the people's hearts. And because the people's hearts were never changed, that meant each time one of these judges died, as we see in verse 19, this whole cycle of idolatry begins all over again. So we're left wondering by the end of the book of Judges, how long will these cycles go on? Will there be a deliverer who can touch their hearts? So we need a better deliverer than these judges. And this is where Jesus comes in. So with all of these books of the Old Testament, they all ultimately point towards Jesus, either by foreshadowing him or providing a contrast so that we can see how short these figures fell in comparison to him. Now, on Vision Sunday, Jago spoke about Jonah and he was praying that we had turn from our idols this year and turn to serve the one true living God. And one of the verses he highlighted was Jonah chapter 2, verses 8 to 9, which says, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. I will shout, I will, I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice, sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will make good. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. Well, salvation does come from the Lord, and it is Jesus alone who changes our hearts. Because you see, no matter how many times we could make a commitment to God to live differently, or even if God changes our external circumstances, if we don't have a change of heart, all that will happen is that we will be like these 
Israelites in the book of Judges and will be locked into this endless cycle of sin and idolatry. But unlike those other judges, Jesus's ministry is focused on the heart. So God sent him to save us from our sin and to change our hearts and not just the external circumstances of our lives. Now, like those judges, when they died, when Jesus was crucified, people must have wondered whether they'd fall into yet another cycle again. But unlike those judges, Jesus rose from the dead and he's alive today. And he's the deliverer who will never die. So in him, we can be set free from the cycle and the power of sin and idolatry because he's the one who changes our hearts. So as we come to a time of prayer now, let's ask him to do that in our lives, to change our hearts and to be our deliverer. Amen. Today we use the acronym STOP uh, for our prayers. Sorry, thank you. Others, please. And we prayed uh, sorry where... Uh, we have followed idols uh, rather than the Lord, like uh, in the time of the judges. Uh, we prayed thank you that Jesus is our uh, perfect deliverer, and we praised um, the Lord for that. Uh, we prayed O for others, and we prayed for others who are ill in our church family at this time. And then we prayed P for please, uh, praying uh, that the Lord would help us with whatever particular thing we were needing help with uh, this day as we go into the day. Uh, thanks so much for praying.